Dear friends, I'm again honored. I'm honored again uh, exceedingly to talk with our good friend Colin Plume from Noble Gold Investment, specifically Lionel Nation Gold. Colin, welcome back. Thank you, sir. Good to be here. Always excited to uh, chat with you about what's happening in the in the world of finance. Let's talk about what's going on with central banks and gold and, and, and how people are responding collectively to what is going on in the world. Yeah. Last year, uh, they just came out with the data that over a thousand tons were bought by central banks. It was up 23 percent uh, from the year before. So central banks are, are, are loading up on, on metals. China, Russia, uh, some of the European countries are buying a lot more gold and silver than we've seen in the past. Uh, so that's exciting. Um, but, you know, it's it, we're getting mixed signals about the economy. You know, everybody says un- unemployment's low. You know, stock market just hit an all time high. You know, people should be feeling much better in, if you look at those two indicators. Yet optimism about the future uh, is pretty low. It's not as as good as, as you would think it would be with with a low unemployment number of three point seven percent and the stock market hitting an all time high. You know, so there's things happening inside of those numbers that are, are giving people a little bit of pause. And do, do people feel that initially? I mean, they may look at that. And they may say, oh, it says unemployment is down. But if they've got a job or whatever, they don't feel, oh, the stock market is up and down. They might be able to look at their 401ks. But is that something that directly affects them so that they feel it immediately? Yeah, I think the problem is, is that the path to higher success 20, 30, 40 years ago was, was much simpler and straighter for a lot of people. It was, you know, you go to high school, you go to college, you know, if you went to college, they had all these studies that showed you'd make X amount more, you know, if you got a master's, you'd make X amount more. But now that has sort of changed, right? The, the BA uh, degree has sort of become uh, in a lot of people's eyes, maybe even a wash or maybe a negative if you look at the debt that's accumulated as a person. Right. Um, so that straight shot of, you know, go to high school, go to college, you're going to get out, then you'll get this great job and, you know, you'll have this great, you know, environment um, is is sort of gone. And, 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 and I can tell you, you know, in the last few years, when I've interviewed people that came straight out of college, a lot of times they had this perception of, they would tell me that they would, their college professor would be like, you got to negotiate your salary. You got to come out of the gate. I had a guy that I was going to hire and, and we didn't end up going with because even though we laid out what the salary is going to be after we went forward, he asked for like 20% more than what was the, the window of what we were paying for this position. And he's like, that's what they were telling me in college is that I have a degree and that I need to negotiate and I'm going to get more. And they're, so they've been like, filling these kids heads with a bunch of malarkey about what's going to happen. Can you imagine that? <laughs> right. So, so I think you have those things that are unnerving. And then obviously the administration, um, it, the president hasn't been a straight shot on, on business in general. Like, you know, he's, he's made some improvements and then he's pulled back some things. He hasn't really allowed entrepreneurs to kind of spread their wings the way a lot of people think that he should. Uh, so I think our our who's in powers is is playing into it. But yeah, typically with these indicators, you think people would feel much better. But I think the path to higher success uh, is not as easy as it used to be. And, um, you know, also buying a home, 
is almost unattainable right now for most people. Uh, so the, a lot of the normal indicators of success are out of reach for an average American today. And, and so much of it comes down to we're, we're tied to all the debt that we have, we, you know, with $33 trillion in debt, we're tied to debt in day-to-day life. Businesses are living on debt, mortgages are debt, everything is debt driven. Uh, and we finally got into a position where the debt is, is sort of swallowing everybody. Credit card debt's at an all-time high. So people don't really own things anymore. They own a percentage of it or they're paying off somebody at the bank or somebody for something. So it doesn't feel like that American dream is so attainable uh, like it used to be. Why is it, Colin Plume, that whenever there's something that goes wrong, some hiccup, some speed bump, something, they always say, and gold, somehow it's like gold always is, you know, you only like gold when there's problems. Have you noticed that? That's always the way it's, yeah. it's always, it's a guns and gold, things right. like that. They're prepping, they're grabbing their gold. Gold is not necessarily what you do when the ship is sinking. It makes it sound like it's the, the, the investment of last resort. Am yeah, I- but it is in a lot of, you know, when you look at, you know, we have a lot of clients that are bond managers and I remember during the pandemic, they were telling me, "Buy your clients are going to do so well in gold," because even bond managers at that point, bond rates got so low that bond managers were buying gold. You know, people that typically deal in the bond market, you know, buying and trailing billions of dollars in bonds, they were buying gold because it was just a bad time for that investment. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think there is an insurance element to gold where people relate it to like, oh, this is a worst case scenario type of investment. Um, also, you know, I, I just think that as you build some wealth, you become more, a little bit more of a doomsdayer in terms of like, you're really trying to to hold on to that as, as hard as possible. Uh, I had a, I have a friend who's, who's doing a startup business and he was talking to me about investors and raising money. And I, and I said, like, you really have to convince people that this is going to be because a startup business is probably the most risky thing that someone can invest into on, on the scale of risky, th- you know, it's like startup business, right? Uh, you know, crypto, uh, other, other type of business ventures, uh, you know, syndication kind of deals. And then like, you know, gold is probably the far all the way to the right in terms of safety, right? The most. So if gold is going to keep doing what it's doing, which last year was up about 13%, why would anyone do anything else? Like if you can make and I'm not saying we're going to make 13 percent in gold every year, um, but like if you can make seven to 10 percent in something like gold, something safe like gold, why would you risk getting into anything else? You know, so the environment today is investors are very particular. They're really cautious and, and they want to know what their downside risk is. And I think with gold, you know, today it's hovering right, right around 2000. It's been a little above 2000 below. It's kind of trying to find its floor at that 2000 level. I think people feel very strong at gold at 2000 and they love silver at, you know, 21, $22 because they just feel like the downside risk is, is pretty low. You know, there's such a, I, I uh, love YouTube and in my YouTube rotation, I, I don't know what, what algorithm I'm on, but I get this stuff that, bizarre and all of a sudden there are these these wonderful people who are they sell gold 
and they give away gold and they show you how they melt the gold and they make the bars of gold. And there's this real, there's this thing about gold, unlike any other person. Like, hey, look at this stock. It's like, I don't even know what that means. Right. There's something tangible, psychological, and it, nobody's ever said, my God, gold is, is worthless now. Nobody, it, that, right. that's, yes. There is no such thing as that. There's no such thing as we went belly up. It's full funny. I remember in the year 2025, nobody wanted gold anymore. We were, we're into cardboard now. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, even, you know, think about jewelry. Think about India. You know, they give it away to people that get married. It's a big thing in the summer. Oh, yeah. There's a whole season of people giving away gold to their relatives or their friends. Like, that's the gift they're giving them, which, by the way, I mean, think about how smart that is as as an economy that, you know, they're not giving them some tchotchke gift that they don't want. They're actually giving them a gift of value that has, you know, real value. Um, And that's going to help that couple over time. Right. They're, they're giving them something that has no debt. They're giving them gold to help them have a, a successful uh, marriage. And, and so, also, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you hear this all the time, but people say, well, if I, what am I supposed to do with gold? It's like, what are you nuts? Yeah. What do I do with it? What do you do with it? There's like eight million people who are saying this is what gold. gold goes for today. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. It's not like gold in Jersey. Is worth here and in, in in Connecticut is no. I mean, there might be some fluctuation. Yeah. I, my 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 goal, I'm sure yours as well, is to demystify, to explain, and to reintroduce to common rational people the common rational genius of gold, silver, and metals. Which yeah. brings us to you, my friend, and to LionelNationGold.com. Somebody might be watching us and saying, "You know what? I'm sold." But I'm a little, I, I don't want to call these people. They're going to take advantage of me. They know, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Tell us, walk us through what happens when they call. Yeah, no, I mean, I, and you tell them Lionel sent you. Give us an yeah, idea. I, I, I would say that is the big concern, why people don't call. And, I, and that's why I always say information is king. Get information, which is a big reason why I started my own company is I felt that there was a gap between the information that's out there because when you're buying a physical product like this, there's companies that sell five to 8,000 different coins and bars. We basically sell between 10 and 20 different products in total, because these are the products that we know people are buying and selling every day that not, not just us, that the central banks are buying that everyone's buying. These are commonly traded items so, yes, people are going to have questions about those, and that's good. They should have questions. Um, I think they're going to find that they're going to like the people that they talk to at Noble Gold. You know, we, my sales team has been around a long time. They all buy gold and silver. So they're going to answer all the questions in a, in a way that you're going to feel good about. And, yeah, we deal with a lot of first-time investors, and we walk them through it. And that's important to us, that they feel comfortable about about what they're doing. And I think if you look at our reviews and you compare us to some of the big other dealers out there, we have a really good reputation oh. because people feel good about the experience. They, they like how fast we ship. They like the product. We follow up, we answer the phone. You know, these are all things that are not so readily available in today's sort of investment world. I was um, talking to someone that you don't know, we don't know. Uh, I, I don't think he knew I had any relationship with you whatsoever. 
and I mentioned your name, and he said, Golden. I said, Yes, the idea goes, No, Golden. I said, That's pretty punny. He didn't get it anyway, but he meant it. He said, No, they're they're the best. And it's and it's absolutely true. Thank now, you. one more thing you mentioned about central banks. You know, Colin, I don't I don't want to get conspiratorial. You know, yeah. conspiratorial is another way of saying the truth of actual of being being apprised of what's happening. But eventually there's going to be something where I'm not going to want to be anything. I don't want to have some central bank digital currency or somebody be able to turn me on or off. I want to be able to have something in my possession. Absolutely. Not something on a ledger sheet where somebody can just all of a sudden zap it out of existence. Am I being paranoid or does that make sense? To uh, you? you know, it's funny you said that because I was talking to somebody about storage, which, you know, we do storage for clients um, too, but, the majority of our clients, they want the metal. They want it shipped. And so we we ship a ton of metal, millions and millions every month. And um, they were sort of surprised that so many people wanted it. But it's for the exact reason that you just mentioned, Lionel. People right. want to have a little security at home. They want to have a little wealth at home. Um, and, you know, when banks go down, and there's going to be more banks that go out of business this year. Um, and, and, and whether it's directly because of the dollar, I don't know. It's going to be mostly probably because of commercial lending that there's a lot of bad debt that's going to come due and banks are going to be in trouble and they're going to go out of business. Um, but it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, if your bank goes out of business, it, it creates some concern. And knowing that you have some gold and silver at home, no matter what happens, you're, you have that insurance uh, in place. And people like that, they want to have some wealth at home. It's very common. We ship a lot to people's doorsteps um, and, and if people feel good about it, they, you know, wherever they put it, I don't know. Uh, I don't ask, but it, they do feel better once they get that, that gold and silver in their hands. But going back to what we're saying, you know, uh, people talk about CBDC, central bank digital currency, and even though it may not go there, if you listen to what's going on, people are always worried about us going cashless Correct. or going digital and having something that can be completely and totally, you know, years ago, way before this, somebody said, you know, isn't it great that all books are going to be online? We'll be able to have our books online. And somebody said, well, that makes book burning a lot easier. And all of a sudden, they don't. So that's the thing I want people to understand. This business about, uh, about online and digital is this, to me, the scariest thing. Yeah. Because how do you back up and prove sure. And God forbid some despotic regime comes in. We're here for some EMP pulse, some hacker, some ransom. Who knows? We're, we're hearing about this all the time. But yeah. if you've got something in your possession, yeah. if you've got it, it changes everything completely. Because yeah, I mean, you, you hear about these things like bank, you know, Wells Fargo opening up false accounts. You know, they got fines for many years. There's a lot of banks that have gotten in trouble because like, once they have your data, you know, and you know what the what what they were doing is basically as they open new accounts, they made more money. The, mm -hmm. the, the apps there, and so like once a bank has that kind of data, there are these improprieties that can happen with your money. Unfortunately, maybe there's a guy that's charging you know a dollar a month that you you just don't even notice. I mean, there's all these weird things that can happen. Nobody's going to notice that little charge. So it is nice to take a little control back uh, of your money and. Also, I think the idea that you're talking about is like the fact that so many banks are shrinking 
there's less banks, it, it gives us less options out there. That's why regional banks are important. And, and I'm concerned about it for a lot of people because the less banks there are, the more control the banks have. And that makes it more dangerous for us because there's less options. This month, I believe we were uh, giving away, not giving away, uh, um, you, you, you had a King Charles coin. Quarter ounce, yep. Which uh, I thought was so interesting and so propitious, depending upon how you look at it now, in viewing uh, King Charles and and there's, but there's something to that that instead of saying, "Here you go, here's your sack of you know dust or coin," there's something that is, it's it's memorable. There's something it's almost it's almost art, for it lack is. of a better word. Yeah, and it's it's made by the Royal Mint, and it was the first non Britannia coin that they made with King Charles on it. It's a quarter ounce of gold. So if you qualify for an IRA uh, this month, you'll get that coin uh, sent to your doorstep. So somebody calls up and they say, okay, look, I'm going to uh, roll over. I want to do what, – what can they do? And when they call 877-646-5347 and tell them Lionel sent you. Correct. Yeah, or go to yeah. LionelNationGold.com. Everything what, is – we have it all online that you can sign all the documents. The only thing that I would say that you need is you just need a, to print out or have a copy of your statement or have your statement available so you have the account numbers. Uh, available, but the, the process is very easy. Uh, we can walk you through it. We, you could sign the paperwork in five minutes. We could send the paperwork over to your custodian and you, you could have, you could be in gold in one to two weeks, um, mm. you know, and on an IRA and a cash purchase, you could be in gold within a week. So it's, it's pretty fast. I like that expression. You could be in gold. In gold. You, exactly. you could be in gold indeed. Yeah. Well, Colin Plum, anything else we want to do? The, 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 the number one thing that you want to say, the one point where after you we speak, you say, I should have mentioned that. What is it? I, I think the number one thing is, is that in today's environment with so many things happening in the financial world, it is nice to know that you have one thing that you are completely in control of. Yes, you're buying it from us and we offer a great product, but at the end of the day, it's yours. And there are so few things that you own as an investment that's solely owned by you. And what we offer is one of those things. So if that's something that's interesting to you, uh, definitely give us a call and we can help. And something indestructible. Indestructible. When when you hear about um, Northern California fires, Southern California mudslides. We've got a friend of ours in San Diego. All of a sudden, they're getting, you know, their their homes are worried about hurricanes. Think, which is a whole other story, but weird weather. There is a chance, insurance notwithstanding, that somebody's home could be um, either damaged or completely ruined. You cannot destroy gold. It can't be done. It just, I mean... it's, yeah, whenever it's they uh, whenever they find people that dug up some of their belongings and they put cash, the cash is gone. Right, it's eaten yeah. by the rats or whatever. If they dig a hole somewhere, mm-hmm. gold and silver is always there. And I've seen it hundreds of times. I've seen it where someone goes, "Oh, some grandpa died. And he dug a hole, and there's there you know ten thousand dollars in cash. The cash is gone. The gold and silver is there." So as you were saying, it's. It stands the test of time. So anyone that wants to learn and get educated, yes, gold, silver, platinum, palladium, we're here. Uh, don't feel like there's any question we can't answer. We want to hear it. Anything you want to ask us, we're available. 
Uh, and, and as always, Lionel, I appreciate you. Uh, and you are, I, I know this sounds gratuitous and blowing smoke. You were the nicest, the most accommodating. Your staff is so, I mean, and it makes sense because you're not putting a gun to anybody's head. You're going to say, no, no, you're going to like this here. This, there's no high pressure. You know, you think the other night I was watching, don't ask me, I thought of you, but for the wrong reason, Wolf of Wall Street. Where oh, they're going, you want to buy this? I'm thinking, right. well, no, that's not you. That's right. you don't. You don't. There's no such thing as penny gold. I'm right. sure there is, but there's but a boiler room where you're selling gold. Right. And if you were, God bless you, Colin Plume, uh, Noble Gold Investments, Noble Gold Investments, eight seven seven six four six five three four seven, or I prefer. LionelNationGold.com. Tell them Lionel sent you because you we want them to know where you heard this. And my friend, it's always a pleasure. And I wish you nothing but the best. And we will talk again. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All the very best.